Welcome to Central Moments. I'd like to read for you a verse out of Zechariah 9, verse 9, and ask you if this reminds you of anything. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. That, of course, reminds us of the week before Easter Sunday. That's Palm Sunday, where Jesus rode into the city of Jerusalem on a donkey. And I'm always amazed at the prophetic preciseness of the Old Testament. And here is a, a verse that is actually quoted in the New Testament as the Gospel writers describe what happened on that, on that Palm Sunday. And you know, there's real, it, it, it's not just a God, Jesus rode on a donkey, but a colt, um, the foal of a donkey. And, and all of this precisely works out as over 400 years earlier, Zechariah prophetically describes Palm Sunday for us because it all appoints to the deity and, and identity of Jesus, the Messiah. In the next verse, verse 10, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem and the battle bow will be broken. You know, Jerusalem's been the most fought over city in human history. But he says there's a day where the war horses and the battle, bro, uh, uh, battle bows will no longer dominate or be present. For he will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule, the Messiah's rule, will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. He's quoting there from Psalm 72, verse 8. So this one riding on a colt into the city is the one who will champion peace that will be global. And it, it, the imagery here is interesting. A donkey represents a donkey represents peace, where a horse might represent war, a war horse. And Jerusalem means Jeru Shalom, uh, city of peace. It means city of peace. And uh, Jesus is the prince and the champion of peace. So here in Palm Sunday, you see this picture of the prince of peace riding a symbol of peace into the city of peace to prophetically speak to us about Jesus' rule someday that will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. This is the powerful picture of it. And, and what amazes me is that we know that as the Palm Sunday event took place, uh, people were lining the, the side of the road in that steep incline from the top of the Mount of Olives down to the valley and then up onto the Temple Mount. Uh, people were lining, they were shouting, we're told, Hosanna. Verse 9 says, "Great, Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. That's what they were doing. And they were waving palm branches, symbols of peace, and they were shouting Hosanna, which means, Lord, come and reign. Reign now, Lord. Recognizing Jesus as a king. And all of this pointing to Jesus' ultimate, ultimate rule as peace. And he's riding on a colt. So all of the noise from the crowd ought to have startled a, a coat, who's a colt that's never been written on. And the gospel writers are, are specific there that it's a colt never ridden on before. And yet Jesus is able to keep this colt under perfect control, not reacting to the shouting and the noise and all of the action happening as people were throwing things on the ground in front of the colt. 
This was such a powerful picture of how Jesus brings peace to our hearts and how someday Jesus will bring peace to the nations. And it's because of what he does, because he entered Jerusalem to go to the cross. So the very next verse in Zechariah, after talking about this peace, it says at verse 11, as for you, because of the blood of my covenant with you, God says, I will release your prisoners from the waterless pit. Return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope. Even now I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. And he says, you're prisoners of hope because of a new covenant God makes to us and with us in his blood. So here you have it, Palm Sunday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, and what's the result? We end up being prisoners of hope. I hope you feel imprisoned by hope, not by despair today. Father, thank you for what you did for us. Thank you that this was in your plan, prophesied 400 years before it happened, that you came to be the champion of peace because you would die for us, defeat sin and Satan, and rise again with victory in life, and you're coming again. We praise you and bless you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.